Welcome to the Kendi and Rainbow Podcast, episode 40, recorded in Kendi's box room. Welcome back. <laughs> hey, the three weeks wasn't long going, was it? Wasn't long going. Yeah, it crept up on us almost like uh, we didn't know, because we didn't do anything for the last three we weeks. We did a, not a single tap. Well, we did a little bit of recording, that was about it. About two days after we said we were taking a break. Yeah, and then we took three weeks of nothing. And now we're back amongst you again. Now we're back amongst you. Do you feel fresher? I do. I feel a lot better too. That benefited me. Did it? Yeah, I got a lot of things written down on the phone. It benefited you in terms of taking a break from Kendi or taking a break from the podcast? Very long silence there now, Ray, before you answered <laughs> that question. <laughs> um, it's not It's not you, it's me job, is it? No, it wasn't that. It's not me, it's you. No, it was just nice to have Mondays and Tuesdays back again. Yeah, mm. that's true, yeah. I missed them. See, Mondays and Tuesdays were normally the two evenings we'd panic over what not having anything done. And you're listening to us now on a Monday evening again. Yeah. <laughs> two so, days before the podcast is supposed to go out. We take three weeks off and this is the this is the first time we kind of go getting yeah. our house in order. So we learned nothing. Uh yeah. Well, a little bit. Look, we got a new toy. Yeah, a new mechanism for recording. Which yeah. means nothing to most people, but to us means the world. It has transformed what this podcast is going to sound like. Yeah. So it's Definitely. going to be more interactive, Definitely. for sure. It's called the Roadcaster Pro. Yep. And we can do stuff and it like does that. stuff like that. <laughs> so audio cues, phone calls, Ray. We could do phone calls now. Yeah, and so I'm, if you feel like you should be honest or you have a story to tell, we will be doing segments in the future, I presume. Yeah, we can call people now. You will be interacted with, Yes, all of you. Not yeah. interfered with, because yeah. we ain't those kind of people, but interacted with, for sure, in the future. And if you feel like you have a story to tell us that you think Kenji Rainbow might like... Get on to us on our Instagrams or Facebooks. Now. That's changed. That has changed, That Ray. has changed. Big changes. Big changes in the parish. Check all. And it's been big changes. Yo, big changes done. So, they broke the hyphen on me. <laughs> so, Kendi's hyphen has been broke and he is no longer uh, hyphenated. It's K-E-N-D-Y and Rainbow Podcast. Yes. Uh, just to make it handier on people. Oh, that was so, sweet sherry is still sweet. <laughs> it's just sweet as a nut. You've been sitting there a long time. So from now on, you're going to find it at the Kendi Rainbow Podcast, K-E-N-D-Y. Sounds like an American radio station. Welcome to K-E-N-D-Y, K-E-N-D-Y radio. radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on today's show, we've got some great music from an American band called... Up She Flew. Up She Flew. <laughs> Sorry, before we go on, that it, the one thing that did change over the last few weeks is that um, a company got commissioned to do a show on me. Huh? Did you hear about this, no? No. Oh, I'm, I maybe I shouldn't be blowing the cover of it, but you know that channel TLC? Yes. Well, they, the TLC would just be up in the 200s on the sky. Aye, Honey's Boo Boo and all them. Right. <laughs> right. Well, they're doing, it's super embarrassing actually, but I might as well just say it. Like, they're doing, there's a show based on me. Growing up with such an accoutrement. <laughs> Because it's not easy, obviously, but, I mean, they came to me with the story, but they've actually released the trailer. Do you want to crank up that there? You can I listen crank to it. It's yeah. super embarrassing. So now, this but. is the trailer. Me yeah. Kendi. He's just a normal guy from the west of Ireland. Just doing normal stuff. You know, growing up in the west of Ireland in a small town of Roscommon, <laughs> not that much exciting really happens, you know? But unlike most in this world, Kendi's got an overwhelmingly large cross to bear. Well, I guess I first started noticing that maybe... You know, when after a football match, you know, when you were trying to wash yourself down and the boys would be saying, Jesus, Kendi, will you take that thing out of here, man? You're taking up all the showers. But what would you do if you were faced with one of life's great challenges? Just get on with it, I guess. You know, next thing, young ones around town would be getting wind of it, like, you know, and 
they'd be ringing the house phone at home and they'd be going 24-7 the man would be going mad Kendi there's another one for you there now she's wondering you know can she just have a look at it like even you know join us on the TLC network every Thursday at 8pm right before 800 pounds and proud and honey I bet the kids it's our brand new hit show Kendi behind the mickey It's awful embarrassing. I can't believe they're doing it, but... That's not know, a real show. It is a real show, man. <laughs> you just heard it. So season one is filmed, but not released yet. I mean, but look, if it gives anybody an insight into what it's like growing up with, you know, I wanted to call it 18 inches below on a full heart. <laughs> but, you know, they, they wanted to call it Kendi Behind the Mickey. So Kendi Behind the Mickey is coming to the TLC. You know, on that channel, it's called The Learning Network. Is that what it's called? Who learns anything? Hold on now. The Learning Network. The Learning Channel, sorry. That was what I was thinking. TLC. The Learning Channel. Who learns anything from Honey Boo Boo and uh, Say Yes to the Dress and uh, Addiction, I I Love It and Telephones? The shows make no sense, like. Obviously, we took three weeks off and you went away and recorded some things. You didn't tell me you were recording some things. No, they recorded that with me, Ray. You that's surprised me there now. I didn't know that was coming. That's just that's just the trailer for the show, Ray. That's all I'm saying. Kendi behind the Mickey. Big, VH1 wanted to do it as well, but they wanted to take a more serious side, like Kendi. Come here, on a practical note. On a practical note. Do you know when you're uh-huh. squatting? <laughs> right. right. Like, yeah. You know when you're exercising and you're doing a bit uh-huh. of squatting? Yeah. Does it hit the ground every time? <laughs> Whenever I train in I can only train at a golf course so that it goes down. It's or the or a beach. <laughs> or the bog. I go down to Sligo Foot Golf Ray just so that there's a bit more depth in the ground. And I squat down there. There's only certain holes you can work on. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Uh, brilliant. That's brilliant. I can't wait for that show, by the way. It's going to be massive, I think. Yeah. No, it is massive. <laughs> the reason to bet the show. <laughs> Come here, one of the great things about this new Roadcaster Pro mm-hmm. is the fact that we can now indeed make phone calls. Uh-huh. Well, first of all, we made a test phone call. Yeah, we did. And we're, we can stick in the uh, yeah. <laughs> the comment from the test phone call person. Lovely. She actually rang us, my good sister Marie. Yeah, good rang timing. Me, yeah. She rang me with a, a really serious question and she said this when she heard we were podcasting. Hello, are Hello? you uh, free to talk? Oh, jeez, I am, yeah. Are you uh, not doing any podcasting? No, why would I be doing podcasting? Oh, because I hear you're back on the wagon. She quickened off that one. Very quick. <laughs> now, in fairness, I did promise her we wouldn't put the whole thing in, well, so we haven't. We put that little bit in, Maria. That little bit, yeah. Now, I'll tell you. Go on. We're going to make a phone call. Yeah. But now that we have a full fancy radio set up, uh-huh. let's make an educated phone call. Yeah. Cortell is on this week. It is. And some people like it, and some people don't. So get ready for an influx of peace signs and arse all yep. over your Instagram. YOLO. Coachella, YOLO, outfit number 50. Uh, who was playing at us? Having a clue. No, I can't talk. I was that person. You went to Coachella. This time last year. Yeah. But this year we know someone who's going. Yeah. And we have been toying with the idea of getting him on the old podcast. Aye. We are going to introduce our new cultural correspondent. You like that? I love that, Ray. And he's not the agri Cultural no, we, correspondent. We have an agri correspondent. Yeah. Uh, so none this of one, these are getting paid, by the way. No, no, there's no, no payment. No. For revenue purposes, no payment. No. We have a cultural correspondent now. Mm-hmm. His name is Connor. Yep. And he has agreed to take a phone call from us this evening. Yeah. The first inaugural 
outgoing call yeah. from the roadcaster. He's a very cultured gentleman. Very cultured. From what I hear. I met him for two minutes. Yes. But he's going to Coachella. He is leaving on Wednesday. Lovely. Right. Let's call Connor now and yeah. see. Now, this is before he goes. We're getting the report before he goes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to press the call button. I'm going to turn up the phone. We should hear something. Oh, that was the way he changed networks, beep. It's Reagan. Hello, Connor. How are you? Oh, Jess, we're not so bad. You're on the Kendi and Rebo podcast. Please don't oh, swear. hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Connor. Sorry, I can open a new name for you when you message me. All right. I think I think the name's better, like Kendi and Gabo. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I think Connor, more. I'm calling them that from now on. That's the best thing you've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> the Kendi and Gabo podcast. Think yeah, but then I again, think you might get more subscribers and listeners and stuff, uh, you know? Think probably so. because you, I think Gabe Byrne is on it. <laughs> You feel to the wider audience, like. <laughs> I think Gay back What's from sick leave. <laughs> What's the crack, Connor? Come here. We hear you're hitting off towards Coachella, boy. I am. Yeah, I am indeed. We don't know if you agree with it or not, but you're our brand new cultural correspondent. Congratulations. The pay package is minimal. I am very, very cultured, you know, like coming from Dublin, just having such a worldly experience. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with yeah. you so yeah. far. We've been slagging off the dope from the past now, so <laughs> I have to get that in there. Yeah. Well, you have? not so much Raybo has been slagging them off. I have, in fairness. Connor. You have. Are you going to indulge in the style for the show? Am I going to be stylish? Of yeah. course I'm going to be stylish. You're not going to all about, really. Like, when you think about it, I heard the thing today it was like um, your man said it's like Instagram in a field. <laughs> it basically is. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's nothing to do with the music at all. Sure, I haven't got all bar Ariana Grande is the only one I probably really know well enough to actually go and like sing along to. But other than that, it's just all about what you look like, really. Like, right. because so it's been it's been a it's been a tough couple of weeks trying to prepare the outfits. That's for sure. There's been lots of WhatsApp group messages about scenes and oh, no. colors that we're wearing. And yeah, so you're not so going to just like, wear a standard pair of sunglasses and maybe a pair of shirt, pair of shorts or something. No, you see, this is the problem. You see, I'm talking to two coaches. Like, this is never yeah, going to work. Yeah. How, um, how how would I go down in Coachella, Connor, if I went wearing? A minor jersey from 2006, a Roscommon one. I don't really think that'll actually be great. You think that'll work? Yeah, I it, reckon it actually would. It's very, like, retro. It's very in. Um, yeah. I was looking on Instagram there during the weekend. A lot of the men are just wearing, like, you know, those American baseball jerseys and stuff. Oh, yeah. Now, I think that's a bit drab. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. It's for you, like. Uh, where are you staying? Are you staying in a tent or in a hotel? Or did you hire a camper van? Or what are you doing? I'm too posh to camp. Like, I can't be dealing with that, like. <laughs> <laughs> cannot be dealing with it. Like, I'm going tomorrow now and I'm getting my hair cut, I'm getting the eyebrows waxed, I'm getting the facial, oh. I'm getting the mani-pedi done, oh, as if I could be dealing with dirt in the nails. Like, oh. Well, that's all you're going to have. So, huh? <laughs> it's a fierce, dusty old field, in fairness, like. Every pack of the baby wipes in the little bag. Oh, a little bag as well. The little bag's cute. Hey, is it a bum it's, bag, um, as we used to call them back uh, in school? Is it a, a fanny pack? Yeah, fanny pack. Um, it's kind of like a fanny pack. <laughs> but it's kind of like a fanny pack that you put it over your shoulders. Now, it's the first time I've ever put something called fanny around my shoulders, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. And and you went and for the big I'm package sure, as well. I'm sure you don't have to be too cultured to understand what I'm saying there, lad. Can I ask you a, a research question? Go. So I've heard I've never been to a festival before, Connor. But I have heard, I have heard some horror That's stories. That's why I'm cultural correspondent. Yeah, exactly. You're mm, going to try and culturize mm, us. But I have heard yeah. some horror stories of toilets at Oxygen and Picnic. And I was yeah. wondering, have you researched the Jacks situation that will be in place at Coachella? 
I've only done like half actually, no. What if um, you're shitting in the ground? That boy? might be something that might be something I do do actually because I had a bad experience in the toilet often one time. Go on. So I might need to look up. What happened? I don't want to hear that story. Did you fall you into it? Did you fall into it? Let's just say I got something out of it. Oh, oh. So enough said. Enough oh, said about that oh, story. All right, we leave that yeah, one out. So yeah, that's, that's like that's like I'm not. I'm the hell. I'm not the health correspondent now. Oh. I'm, I'm the cultural correspondent. Oh. So we we'll leave that for another time. <laughs> we'll leave that for another time. Is there any yeah. music you're especially looking forward to seeing, or are you mostly just looking forward to wearing the t-shirt in a field in LA? looking forward to see I've got a couple like Ariana Grande obviously because yeah, she's me too. big at the moment I'd know? love to see her she's not um, big she's tiny but she's big she's, in the... <laughs> she's big <laughs> so you know she's like, play size next up and they had a couple now she had NSYNC on stage last night um, who else did she bring out she brought mm. someone else I think it Nicki Minaj made a special appearance oh, on Nicki Minaj. stage <laughs> or maybe maybe it wasn't Nicki Minaj actually maybe it was Cardi B anyway one of them one of them was on stage with somebody so uh, Idris Elba I'm going to go and see him so I can stare on him, really. Is he an actor? Um, what is he going to do? On, yeah, he, well, he's, I think he's a bit of everything, though. I think he's, like, spread all over, really. Oh. I wouldn't mind spreading all over me either, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Take it easy now, can please. Can you camp down a family show now? Come on now. Huh? <laughs> it's a family show, boy. Come on now. We're going to phone what? you again when you return. Oh, fuck. Mm. <laughs> And we're going to want you to. Got myself in trouble here. We're going right. to want to know what happened abroad. Right. Okay. All right. And Thank come you. here. One thing, Connor. Will you mind your drinks? Or oh, mind your drinks when you're Just out there. Mind your what drinks. Do you mean when mind you're out there. Just in case someone would pop something into them or something like that. What's that happening? Because Connor, they say now that they're dropping them in when you're not looking. They say so. Mind your drinks out there. Just okay. Mind, mind your drinks. Mind me drinks. I wouldn't actually mind if someone dropped something <laughs> to me, to be honest. That's the band for it, I suppose. <laughs> Someone didn't intend to be taken. It'd be like, oh, that's grand. <laughs> Connor, we'll talk to you when you get back, boy, What's the Instagram hashtag before you go so people can look at you? Connor underscore, so C-O-N-O-R, yeah. underscore, double F, underscore, zero nine, five, six. So I repeat, Connor okay. underscore, double F, underscore, zero nine, five, six. Well, follow Connor and you'll see all the goings on of Coachella. And we might share yeah. a bit on the old Kennedy Rainbow page Aye. as well. We will, of course, bye. Good luck, Connor. Well, Thanks, bye. Luck, Thanks for bye. taking the call. Bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. There we go. Fair play to Connor. That was great. Marvellous. That was our first ever phone call. Yeah, it worked out. Mm. I tell you, we're getting pro pro in here. I'm going to press one of these buttons. Fair play to Connor. <laughs> huh? They enjoyed that. The crowd loved it, bye. Um, so we'll check back in with him when he gets back. It's the main event now. Yeah. The reason behind this episode. Yeah. What is it? We recorded a couple of Fridays ago mm-hmm. in Anderson's in Schlego. Baron Grill. Anderson's Bar and Grill and also live venue for Twas. tremendous events. Twas. It is the tremendous events area of Sligo. <laughs> the tr- tremendous events centre. Yeah. <laughs> so we recorded in the tremendous events centre of Sligo and because Joe Rooney and Patrick McDonald That's right. Two stand-up comedians. Stand-up men. And there were two stand-up boys, let me tell you. Stand-up fellas. Uh, they were doing a show. So we asked them would they record a bit of... The show was far- Further Ted. Further Ted, tis called. Yeah, and it was on a Friday night. Just was only fears. That was savage. But before they did the show... Mm-hmm. They came out to the office. Aye. And we sat down. Yeah. And we recorded a small conversation. Yeah, we did. And we're going to finish off today's episode yeah. with the recording of that conversation. So I'll let you enjoy it. And Rebo, we're back, bye. We're back and we'll be uh we'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week again. With another episode. Look, let you enjoy the conversation and shall we see you next week again? Well. Fair play. Bye. Good luck. We are here with two fine young fellas in not the box room, in the back office of Anderson's. And 
we are here with Joe Rooney and Patrick McDonnell. How are you? Hello. That's the two of them. They're fair play to them. Um, you will know them. We said the same thing about John. You definitely will know them because uh, they are two stand-up comedians and they're doing a show actually here tonight in Anderson's, which again, as we always say, is too late. Too late. Because when we put yes. this out, it'll be long over. But boys, do you just want to uh, tell us what the show is? What's the show that you're doing tonight? Yeah, it's uh, so we do stand-up. Lovely. Like our own stand-up separately. We do, uh, I think, a lovely girls competition. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, uh, we were both in Father Ted. Right. I, don't know if <laughs> I was going to that. say it was an interesting idea. Yeah, we were that. in that. So, I mean, yeah, so we had that in it. And then we have more stand-up. Yeah. And uh, the show's now, called Further Ted. Further That's, Ted. Yes. Yeah. People and often ask us, are we are fed up with that connection to Father I was, Ted? That's kind and, of what uh, I was going to say. Yeah. Can't really say we are if we put Further Ted on the post. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, was going to say the same thing. Uh, because is yeah. that where the boat you got your starts? Like? Was, it that, was that your no. first? No. no. Was it no. not? No. He was doing it years before you were in Father Ted, weren't well, you? Well, yeah, I was doing a double act and uh, a few other things. Uh, yeah. Is it dangerous uh, to ask how old you were when you did Father Ted? Uh, I was 32 or 3, I can't oh, remember. Yeah. I was no way. Yeah, you look fair younger now. I looked like a young fella in it, didn't I? Because <laughs> yeah. like a teenager. You yeah, really did. yeah. Uh, and then yeah. I had kids. He's aged really rapidly. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You have gone from very young to you know mature, and uh, <laughs> must be just I was the, the same though. I was very very young looking in my early thirties. Yeah, like when I, I looked about seventeen in that episode of Father Ted. Yeah, definitely. And I, like over and like the, my son was born, I just went completely grey. Mm-hmm. Is it a case of just like losing loads of sleep overnight? Loads of sleep. Loads yeah, of sleep stress. Yeah, yeah. Shows in the face. <laughs> so I was uh, my I was twenty eight and twenty nine when we filmed that because I I was twenty eight for the exteriors. Right. This sounds like Rain Man, but uh, <laughs> and uh, and I was twenty nine then. We did the interiors. All uh, right. A couple of months later in London. Interestingly enough, I got when it, when we were filming that, I got a cold sore on my lip, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is a big break," and I have a cold sore. Oh, and then, that's outside, isn't it? Outside, right. right so that like, was in Ennis yeah. Diamond we were filming, and then I was worried, oh, there'd be continuity issues. I got the cold sore back when we filmed. <laughs> Your, your body just Daniel knew. Day Lewis wouldn't do that. No, no I yeah. know that. No. that is He'll be jealous that. now if he hears that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll make another film just to prove to get it whole way through. That's uh, yeah. that, that, that's the one thing I was wondering. Um, but like you said, you called your show further, Ted. Like, so obviously you're not sick of that connection, but you, 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 well, you, it sells tickets. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. Yeah, we do yeah. a show now. We've been doing recently called Culture Warriors. Now we're doing that in little theaters. Because we're doing uh, sketches and characters and, and uh, oh, other yeah. bits and pieces. Just so, in this room, it wouldn't work. Yeah. So, yeah, for the bars and stuff, it's further, Ted. Yeah. But we are moving away from that a little bit. But it, it'll probably say on Culture Wars, it'll say stars of Father Ted. In yeah, big letters. Somewhere along the way, yeah. <laughs> and d- yeah. so, do you ever get sick of, and I presume it happens a lot, of, like for you, Joe, someone mm. asking you Oasis or Blur? Uh, no, I don't get sick of it at all. Like it I'm sure it I'm happens still a bit. Re- I'm still relevant yeah. as a person. But you know what happened today? I, I was telling you earlier, I met the drummer from Oasis. Oh, yeah. And I asked him, were they aware of that scene? He said, yeah, he was anyway. It's mad to think that Oasis would have watched that scene from Father Ted of me saying, who'd you prefer, Oasis or Blur? Oasis or Blur. Yeah. And have you ever thought of the answer yourself? I would have liked Oasis more back then. Oh, that's controversial. No, that's like controversial. Blur, no, no way. Because yeah. I, 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 I know that, no, no, I tell you, <laughs> I know that Oasis kind of re- became repetitive and a bit boring. But back then they were like so 
mad and rebellious. I just thought Liam was great and everything. Now I think he's an idiot, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, they still... They still... Um, they probably still have a sound that has tried to be covered, but has never really been covered not, not since. Oasis, like, though, did sound a lot like the Beatles and a bit of ELO. A yeah. lot of ELO mm. and, and a lot status of... quo. And a bit of status quo. But, and a touch of the Sex Pistols. Well, that's kind of weird. That's kind of how the music yeah. grows, like, especially from the 60s until now. Everyone would copy the Beatles in some way. And yeah. then I think probably Michael Jackson too, to a certain extent. Can't say Michael Jackson. Who? You can't say Michael can't Jackson. Say Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, it's gone that yeah, yeah, God. Subject. He is so innocent. You see Paul McCartney. Oh, man. Speaking of the Beatles, Paul McCartney came out there during the week. He came out. He didn't come out. He did he? <laughs> Do you he know I was, was thinking that? He didn't want to say it, but he, he just... <laughs> <laughs> all these feelings he came, came up. He came out of a hotel <laughs> and someone asked him, someone was like, hey, Paul, what do you think of Michael Jackson? And, in and, that accent. Yeah. It was Paul hey. from Sligo. Paul. <laughs> hey, Paul, how are Paul, you? Paul, you're who And someone was luckily standing around ready to record the comment. And he, Paul says, I didn't know any of that side of him at all. Right. So I'm just going to remember him like I remember him. Oh, you get in trouble for that too. Because the boy was on the other side, wasn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was the other side. The one with the white glove. That's why he wore the white glove for years. So there's no evidence now. <laughs> no fingerprints. That's right. <laughs> Oh, but he, he touched a lot of people during fairness. He did, yeah. yeah. Fairness. Oh, touched yeah. a lot of yeah, lives. He, did, he, he touched a lot of people. You know, sometimes I, uh, I wish he had touched me in the same way. But, you know, just yeah. I have a question. Yeah. What was your first, each of you, what was your first ever kind of uh, acting game? Sexual or, experience. No, 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 no. We can get to that later. That's one of the questions coming up. What was your first ever acting gig? Like, when, when did you start doing this kind of creative outlet. I did a thing with, uh, well, I was in a band. That would have been, but not acting. That's not acting, yeah. is it? It's creative, isn't creative, it? Creative, yeah. I was in a band from about when I was 21 or two. Right. Uh, Wedding for, band? Uh, no. No. Uh, very much uh, kind of Joy Division-y, or New Order. And then uh, we changed to more rockabilly-ish. But uh, for five years, did that like kind of thing. And how did you swing and into? then we were getting... Uh, comedians to and there wasn't many around but we were getting comedians to open for us but it was it was a bit weird because I was in a very serious band and then I switched to being a comedian it was a bit odd like it was like uh, as if say if only this, Ian Curtis from Joy Division had yeah, done that yeah <laughs> Ian Curtis <laughs> would have been had oh, might Morris still have him today started, yeah, 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 so yeah. we're just wearing a wig and, yeah, and yeah. coming on and singing stupid songs yeah, yeah. what is He'd it be with life today what, what what is it with uh, like because John Cleary was the same. He played music first, yeah. and then does it give you like an an easier uh, bridge like into comedy because yeah. you used to be on the stage probably. It's like I don't think I could have done comedy straight up. Uh, it was an easier way to get on with a full band behind you and all that kind of stuff. And then I did a double act, mm. and then I did stand up on my own with no wigs or anything like that, or fake beards. And that was the slow introduction to it because it's very. I find it very hard to do stand-up. I remember seeing Joe on yeah. uh, Grafton Street before I did stand-up, and he was like a superstar, because you were an RT at that by that time. You were presenting that kids' show. Oh, yeah, I did a kids' show. In the show. afternoons. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. was that? Jump Around, it was called, with... Uh, it was like a summertime version of The Den. Oh, no and uh, there was a puppet called Aggie, who I hated. I hated <laughs> the puppet. It wasn't like an... It was a... The puppet, she kept going, it was a girl uh, frog, and she kept going, oh, you can't say that, Joe. You know, <laughs> She'd be saying it today, too, let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> Everything you say. You, you you didn't play music, Patrick, no, did you? No, I would have loved to. Yeah. I would have, I'd much prefer, re, prefer to be 
a singer or a musician. No way. Well, I think we all do. Ask a lot of, like McSavage started out as yeah. a musician. Loads of people would have said that they, they'd prefer that. How and PJ you... Gallagher started out in bands. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I would have. I love music more than I love comedy. Like, I no loved way. it. Jeez. And uh, But uh, I know I got into it. I had friends who were doing kind of communications degrees in Dublin. Right. Wankers, like, you know. <laughs> no, no, they weren't. But, uh, and they, were, they had all this equipment to make stuff. So we, we just said, oh, should we put together some videos? And we did that. We put it together, like a Spinal Tap version of Footballers. <laughs> uh, we did for a week on cable television in Dublin. We got that out. Right. And that was the first thing I did. And, uh, and I did bits and pieces, wrote for a bit, wrote sketches and made short films and whatever. And then took up the stand-up in 95, I think it was, you know. Just after Father Ted started. Yeah. Mm. So uh, it was just a great time to start. Straight away, I knew the writers from Father Ted and Joe and other people. I was gigging with Tommy Tiernan and, you know, uh, loads of people like Dara and like, uh, you know, Jason Byrne and whatever. It was just the just, right time to start. Yeah. Uh, comedians were going to London and becoming, Irish comedians, sorry, yeah. were going to London and becoming new. Like with Sarah Ardle, he was only yeah. in London about few months yeah. and he got the Father Ted thing. Like it just whoosh. Dylan then, Moore in the same. Dylan Moore in right time. Just like that. Then then maybe uh, Tommy, I would say. And Tommy, or, well uh, you had Ed Byrne and you you just Jason, Andrew Maxwell Jason had Byrne gone over and a bit. You know, and they'd yeah. done very well and uh, so it was just the right time for do you, the start. Do you all get on well? No. Uh, you know <laughs> yeah we do <laughs> in a way. I don't see that many people. <laughs> I, do, I, I just did Tommy lonely. Tiernan's show. I did yeah. the sketch on Tommy Tiernan's show and I was recording that with John Caleri, mm, the yeah. man. So we were doing that there recently and get on great with Tommy. And uh, I don't see, I haven't seen lots of people you in don't, years. See, you the don't thing see about them regularly. It is when mm. you start out, you're all doing, you're all doing the one club. You say the internet, you're all mm. meeting there, and then you start getting a bit more successful, and you're all going out on separate yeah. tours, and you never see each other again. It's fucking shit. No. Come here, was it when you were on the set of Father Ted? Did you know you were on to a good thing, or are you just freezing your arse off, broadening any timing? Um, well, I thought <laughs> it's brilliant, the script. I thought it was amazing. And when I saw, I was in the second series, so I saw the first, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. But I didn't think I didn't think it was going to be as big as it is. Ah, okay. Because not, great things don't often become big. Yeah. You know. It was pretty much and, a cult show when you were, yeah, I remember you getting yeah. the part, I just knew you. And you mm. got the part. And it was just a cult programme at the time. Mm. Yeah. And is it true that Archie turned that down? No. First? Is that no, they true? didn't. No. I, I think the lads might have submitted scripts to RT and they were turned oh. down, but not that. Because that's yeah. always the dialogue you hear. Like, an RT could have had it. No, like, if they wanted to. <laughs> no. <laughs> they wouldn't no. have been able to make it. They wouldn't have had the budget. Yeah. They cost, like, a fortune to make, you know. They, that, there was big budget. A like big was, budget uh, went into that. One of the episodes, there was, a big, there was a wheel of a plane in the house. That just doesn't come cheap. No. Yeah. And the, uh, I, I would literally, in think... Orty, have to go out to the airport <laughs> and just rob one for half an hour. <laughs> and real, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll drop it back, I promise. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Like, you know the car that has the little dents? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was unbelievable. Like, Is that yeah. the third series, yeah? Is that, I think? I don't know. I can't no. remember. But you know, yeah. they didn't buy it with the and dents, the jumper no? I wore was very expensive. Well, someone would have had to make it. Like, <laughs> I yeah, it would have been a full car anyway. Because uh, you see it as I a full car. I thought a couple car. of work experience lads went yeah. down with a hammer. and <laughs> Fast lads, I think yeah. it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. say something about the jumper you wore? The jumper I wore, yeah. That no, that was, that, that was cashmere. That was unbelievably good. <laughs> But to bake that in a cake, they made two or three of those cakes. Yes. Like, that was a big budget. <laughs> do people still go up to you and say, I have no willy? And stuff? Yeah, they do now. You know, it's not as mad now, but there were certainly times yeah. when it was very intense. No, it's and still... certainly when the RT used to show it, like, if, uh, after a repeat years ago, it would just be mad. Mm. I'd leave the house and people would be saying it. I, on a, I say it on, live. I mean, 
when I when my kids were born, like I got it. Like people were saying in the Coombe Hospital. Right. Be coming out with your new baby and someone's I even know Willie. Honest to God. And we were talking about it. Actually, when my, my wife had a C-section and both my kids and the obstetricians that was talking about Father Ted and comedy as it's as mad. he was cutting open my wife. My wife was open and I, I yeah, no, it was grand. Yeah, and Dermot was fine. It was very sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's I mean like a cold show is definitely the word for it, but it's it's massive now. And almost the savage thing about um, Father Ted is that there's so little episodes. It's twenty five. Like, like that is you. You think of shows now that get seasoned for twenty four, yeah. like twenty four a season, and mm. they do forty seasons. Well, like they are making a musical now in London. Are you involved uh, so, in that? No, 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 no. But uh, they're go- That's going to go up next. Year, you know, in the West End, yeah, so that'll continue on, you know, the legacy, it of it, yeah, yeah, it will definitely. And they do a festival as well, don't they? Oh, yeah, I was out there at their last, I seen that, yeah, yeah I, I did. Was very I, tempted to I go, I did a, a blind date a competition and it was brilliant, great crack. You you participated now, or you were, you oh, were I was doing the host, oh, I was okay. the host, fair enough, <laughs> yeah, oh, I, was I thought you were at it and kind of one, cheers, I'll chance this, see what I get on, and you married, yeah, and all yeah, of the yeah, kids yeah. and all, that's right, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, uh, well, it's on an island, you get away with it, like, no one <laughs> But they, uh, different laws. Yeah, it's different laws. Yeah. But they, uh, they flew me out. They and did then not. I got a ferry back. Right. <laughs> they only flew you out. Yeah, I only got one way out. <laughs> and were, were you all I, I sat up the front, sat up the front of the plane. I did that, uh, festival, I don't know, a good few years ago, and they flew me back to Galway Airport, so then I could get a flight. I think from Galway to Dublin and I sat down waiting for my flight and guess who came in and sat beside me the fella who did who does this morning with his wife um what's his name the, Richard Madeley Richard yeah yeah from Richard and Judy Richard and Judy oh yeah Richard from it. Richard and Judy just sat down beside me and started reading the paper and I was like Geez. and then this woman came up to me and she wanted a photo with Richard and then she said to him uh, you must know this fella. He's Timmy from Killing the Scully. <laughs> and I was going to Richard. No, you wouldn't know me. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know Killing the Scully. It's on our. And he's going. She, he must know you. He must know Killing the Scully. <laughs> Jesus. What was the What was the Killing the Scully crack like? Because that, uh, uh, especially for me growing up, man, I watched that show every week. That was good. Like I got. It was five years, and it was good uh, experience to do yeah. it. And at the time, I was working with Pat Short a lot uh, live as well. I was uh, opening the show for him uh, and uh, and then I got to write I wrote an episode uh, without I just did it off the bat, off the bat. and uh, I gave them in they liked it so I wrote on the last series as well so that's brilliant that was cool you I'm know. still to this day calling people Jaxie yeah yeah. it has you know served that. me so well because when I moved to Sligo first it's hard trying to learn everybody's new names like so I just called everybody Jaxie and that's not a lie he calls everyone Jaxie I just call people Jaxie and it's yeah. great yeah. Yeah, it's marvellous. And I can't ever see three women walking by me, you know, out down the power oh, walking yeah, yeah. without hearing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Power walking, yeah, yeah. There's some magical the stuff from it. And all yeah, that kind of stuff. Straight yeah. in the spuds, it's, it's still yeah. be something I'd say. It, yeah. What's the it's new the show crack. you're going doing? Two of us are doing a show called Culture Warriors, and we've written, we're doing sketches. So we've done it in a few small theatres now. Right. And so about half, at the moment, we've got a half an hour of sketches, and we do stand up, but we'll, we'll, Push out the sketch. And yeah. is it about culties in particular? It's, it's you know, culty. We're obsessed with the culture wars on the internet. Yeah. The, you know, all the, the uh, either feminists or the right wing yeah. people, the right wing lunatics and left wing lunatics. Because yeah. you're talking this man's language. Well, here, I'll tell so you. we're obsessed with that world and we're just giving our take on it. Yeah, you know, we're both culties. 
Yeah. yeah. We're both cultures and we're we're, we're mm. talking about culture warriors really in that yeah. way. And yeah. we've uh, yeah. So we've been doing these sketches online as well to promote gigs. So it's kind of we're taking a lot of those ideas and put them and doing them live. And it's going really well. Yeah. Got a great so. response so far. So Where can you find it? Is on YouTube, is it? Uh, well no, they they they're on his uh, Facebook. Sketches, no, it's Joe and Pat's uh, Facebook yeah. page. Joe and Pat Facebook. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. And uh, but live I don't know where. I mean we've got a few uh well the, the theatres people uh we're in like Thurless is the next one or yeah. something. Enough and moat. <laughs> We're really hitting the hot spots. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Moate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, yeah. It'll be mainly from September on. We're like working on the show now and doing yeah. a, doing a few live shows. But from September on, it'll be. We did an old thing in the on the yeah. podcast there a couple of episodes ago. It was the Townie Culture game where we gave you a topic and you had to go you had to give the Townie and the Culture response. Oh, yeah. To everyone, yeah, it got yeah. a bit vicious though. It did. Yeah. Got ever so slightly racist for <laughs> a couple of minutes. Would we give you a run of it? Sure. You <laughs> Which one of you would like to be the townie? Who's who specialises in townie? Well, I'm more culty. I am yeah. a culty. Right. So you'll be the culty response to it. I'll go with townie first. And electric Harry. picnic, the festival. What's the townie response it's to nice. that? Like it's nice yeah. glamping, you know that kind of thing. It's lovely. <laughs> uh, yeah, you enjoy it's it. A comfortable festival. Yeah. You, know what I mean? you can yeah. bring the family. There's very few cultures. There. Yeah, and then can we get the culture <laughs> response? No, oh, it's horrid muddy. It's horrid muddy. <laughs> Cheers, you bring your wellies to that. Uh, yeah. There's no, the toilets are brutal. Yeah. I hate the smell of this. Smell of shite. Of the whole place. That's all you can smell. Right. And uh, and then the towny reaction there to the Eurovision this year abroad in Israel. Rubbish. I mean, well, it's, got, it's, like, uh, it's like going back to the 70s. Absolutely disgraceful. Why do people like it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Disgrace. <laughs> You know, it's so embarrassing. And the cultures would feel. I love the Eurovision. Yeah, Dana, I love her. I love, I love Dana. I love the first time, all time, because of everything. And then when she grew the beard, I thought that was the best. <laughs> the best. That was better than Johnny Logan winning the second time. Her winning that. Oh, right. that's very good. Mark, you've been in there. Oh, no, that's Tony Culture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a good one. Give you the last one that I gave Mark the day he was doing it. Um, you might remember Liam Neeson had some comments on, uh, on, on the whole. Do you know the issue yeah. there? What would the Tony reaction be to the oh, Liam Neeson? <laughs> the, the one observation I made and we were talking about yeah. it was Liam Neeson. Uh, he's doing that film he brought out was another one where one of his family was captured. Uh. The first one I think it was his son. Yeah, yeah. And now it's wood. his daughter or something, or niece or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So we're speculating that somewhere down the line it's going to be his third cousin once removed. <laughs> <laughs> You've got my third cousin once removed. <laughs> I will hunt you down and yeah. find you. And then after that, his pet's dead. Like pet, you, yeah. you, you, you took my Jack Russell out of the garden, right? right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jack Russell too. Surely he's yeah. going <laughs> to. Yeah. But there's never, there's always like a friend of mine calls them kind of films. You turn your brain off at the door. Yeah, like mm. there's so much scope to do as many of those films as you want. Oh yeah, because we'd all sit in front of them. Yeah. And I was like, Did you see, uh, yeah. some explosion. Uh, training day. I only saw Training Day for the first time no uh, way. yesterday. But Denzel. And uh, have you seen it? It's a rough, rough enough like, for them. Uh, the hood. He goes into the hood. Yeah. And every fella in the hood is big, muscly fella wearing a vest and with a few tats. Like, there's no skinny fella wearing a baggy vest <laughs> on him around. <laughs> That's really... And then just the women are just dancing around. Yeah, it's not like that. And, you know. And no one likes them. No. I, you know. Oh, what if you tried to do training day, but you did it in like in the hood out near maybe out in Ballina or yeah, something? Yeah, it'd be a GA training day. <laughs> <laughs> Ten laps, lads. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
And instead of, what, what does he say? You motherfuckers, you shower bastards. Shower bastards. Ten laps, lads. You shower bastards. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Would you be boys for watching the old bit of Netflix at all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What oh, you, yeah. Can I ask you, we'll go around the table and we'll see what everybody's watching at the minute. I'll start off and I'll give you a chance to think. Oh, yeah. Of course, I just wanted to talk, tell this story. <laughs> but this is just your segue? This is my segue. Just your story. genius segue, man. Just tell you. how you do it. Seamless. Um... I'm watching Selling Sunset. Have you heard of no. it? Never heard of it. No. Right. Selling Sunset is about um, a, a real estate group, an estate agents as we call them locally here in, right. at home, and they're based right in the middle of LA in Hollywood, right? And there's two twin lads, and they own the place, and they have six women that are working for them, and all the women are gorgeous. Of course they are. Right? Gorgeous women, yeah. and fierce mm. bitchy women as well. Right. Opinionated. Yeah, very opinionated. But the, all their job is to sell these fantastic homes. So it's a bit like Grand Design mixed with the Kardashians. Sorry, is it like a, is it's it a like documentary? A doc? It's not like a it's, fake. It's, it's done like a documentary kind of reality. Like reality, like. It's kind of everything. You kind Made of feel like... type of thing, is it that type of thing? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Are they acting like... I, I don't know. Jeez, if you don't know. It's hard to try and tell because, but Jesus, they're at each other's throats and the next minute they crack with the boyfriends and it's marvellous. I really enjoy it. Yeah, but you think that happens on the local estate agents? No, sure. Like, I, I know. Oh, it's I, like, I feel shit about my life watching it because I'm looking at these beautiful houses mm. and I realise I'm living in squalor. Just tell you, <laughs> Joe was looking to buy. I, I don't know. How, what is Central LA like now? I mean, what would it be? Uh, t- 12 million. For a couple of thousand what square feet, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, with a tel- an 85-inch telly that comes out of the ground. Foot. You want to shake out the wallet, Joe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One square foot. See if there's that at the bottom of it. <laughs> Joe, what are you watching on the Netflix at the minute? Uh, I watched Abducted in Plain Sight. Have you seen that? Oh, I yeah. was. T- that's a comedy. It is that's, a comedy. That so is not. A, is this the one where... It's not a doc, it's a comedy. So there's a fella... Uh, <laughs> My God. There's a couple and they have three daughters. And then there's other... A uh, couple moved in, and uh, the fella from let's that not couple... La- let's stop laughing now. <laughs> no, uh, it's a very serious No, no, subject. the thing is, they're all uh, Mormons, I think, right? And right. they're all... Uh, <laughs> and then one of the... The fella keeps coming over, and he's, and he, and he's very... He loves the other fella's oh. daughters. <laughs> but uh, but at one point... Now, this, now he uh, loves let's her, get away from that bit, but the point yeah. is, at one point, he calls into this fella. Now, he's just he moved into the neighbourhood, right? Mm. They became very friendly, these two families. The two lads are very friendly. And then he called into him at work one day and he said, can I talk to you? And he looked a bit frustrated or whatever. And your man said, okay. And he said, do you want to go for a drive? And we just talk. What, have you got a problem? Yeah, yeah. And he's going, I'm, I said, my wife, she's not sleeping with me or I can't sleep with her because I think she's too ugly or something like that. I yeah. can't remember. And he said, I'm very frustrated. He said, I just need a bit of relief. Is I just need a bit of relief. Yeah. And this guy. There's two lads now we're talking yeah. about. Right. And this guy's going, I'm ashamed to say it, but I, I helped him. <laughs> I relieved him. I'm like... Who would do that? Yeah, mental. Have you seen some of the memes about it then as well? No. Like there's some savage relief memes now. So there's a scene from Black Hawk Down. And the boys are cornered at all angles from the enemy. And yeah. your man is screaming at the top of his nugs, we need relief! And it shows your man coming in on a helicopter. <laughs> We've ruined the show for anyone who hasn't watched it anyway. Yeah. But it's, it's mental. It is bizarre. It is mental. It's super bizarre. You've had time to think there now. Well, no, I was yeah. only saying, I mean, it's not a funny topic what we're talking about. But, you mm. know, I, I, did, I, I did watch on Channel 4 the Michael Jackson thing. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, and the way right. he tried to spoof it was that he was a man-child. Really, and he was just like a boy who never grew up. Mm-hmm. And he saw Peter Pan, and I come up with a new character, Pedo Pan. <laughs> 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 so I think I'm going to sell that to Disney now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great cartoon, Pedo yeah. Pan. The pedophile who never grew up. Yeah. And- <laughs> 
He'd have little wings on him. Little <laughs> <laughs> Flying yeah. around. So who's, who's his Tinkerbell? <laughs> <laughs> Diddle Bell. <laughs> Did you, could you watch the whole... Traveller Bell. Mike, Michael Jackson. Sorry. <laughs> Michael Jackson. He bit. watched the whole. But did you, did you watch the whole... Could you I watch did, the whole? yeah. I watched nah. the four hours, yeah. It was Jeez. horrific. I haven't seen it. I watched it, yeah. And it was harrowing now. It was very tough watch. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. haven't seen it. Uh, yeah. Not like for... Like that, a lack of trying sorry. to watch it. Like I would watch it. Yeah. Have you seen the one about Festival of Fire? Yeah. Oh, oh, that is hilarious. Do you know? Do you know what that does for me? Right, I'm 27 years of age. It makes me ashamed of people my age. Like mm. that, they're so stupid that a load of Kardashians with fake arses can go on Instagram and put up an orange circle, mm. and you book a holiday to Bermuda for two weeks. <laughs> you should have the money for doing it. Like. That's all it takes. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. I feel sorry for the old one at the end that was in the cafe abroad in the island who got done because she she threw her egg of tea oh, and coffees. Yeah. Like, yeah, she never got paid. Yeah. The fella who was going to give a blowjob to your man. Yeah. That's another, I was going yeah. no more than your man on abduction of place. They should get yeah. together. Yeah. I know. It'd be a great yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. What they would do? Uh, what would they give a blowjob for? Fire relief. It's the called. save the world. <laughs> the <stop laughs> global warming. Celebrities would do, do blowjobs. So that they'd bring in the water, wasn't it? This this the bottles of water. Yeah. He said, I have to go to the Evian. You're bad from Evian or whatever. Evian, yeah. No, sorry, I think it was Tipperary. I think it was Tipperary water he went to. And he, yeah, I'd never go on that young fella if it means yeah. we get water. That's what we'll have to do now if Brexit comes in because yeah. we're trying to get stuff imported yeah. into Ireland. Just going to have to Well, Jesus, Joe, look, I'd be behind you, man. You want to suck a mickey? Just get a drop of something. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. be right there with you, but it doesn't faze me. Did it's you get your green cards? It's a soft border. Yeah. <laughs> did you get your green cards for driving around, did you? Oh, it's in the post, apparently. Very good, yeah. yeah. Oh. I was afraid I'd have to go and marry someone above in the north yeah. to get the green card. Do you qualify for a green card hey. if you marry someone? Mm. All you have to do is go to release McEwen or Nathan Carter gig boy you get yourself a wife that's true learn a two step a jive yeah. foxtrot and a waltz and you'll have a wife up north in three gigs uh, yeah <laughs> so that's true as God I went to release a McHugh gig I'm not really used to that uh, country scene you know I went to release a McHugh gig and it reminded me of what my parents told me would have happened back in the day load of fellas on one side and load of young ones on the other side and you pick the girl you want to jive with yeah. and Lisa sing fucking hillbilly rock or whatever it is and if it goes well then you might buy her a side on <laughs> That's I, how they're courting now. We've up lost. North. We've lost the lads now in the country music altogether. <laughs> no, no, no. I was at, I was actually at the Marquee in Drumlish. Have oh you yeah, been to that. Yeah, that's a thing I do. Me stand up, but it's a true story. I was on my way in, and there's a lot of young girls hanging around the area. Uh, uh, entrance to the 18 no, no they were 20s they were in their uh, uh, 20s they yeah. their 20s like that 20s. not that young but uh, but this girl came, approached me I thought oh, geez. like she came straight up to me so I thought oh, Jesus Christ I still have it you know and uh, she came up to me and she said uh, can you pretend to be my father so I can get into the festival <laughs> and uh I mean, that's that really fight. takes the wind out of your sails. Yeah, that's you know, the NDU kind of yeah, way. Yeah, that's yeah, that's such a dodgy territory, you know. <laughs> Come here, before we go any further, because I know we are nearly finished as well, I wanted to ask Patrick about Naked Camera. Oh, yeah. the, it's probably the one that we haven't hit uh, just yet. Oh, yeah. Like, again, when when I was growing up, that show was huge for yeah. but it, for about three seasons, I'd say. And I presume what happened to it is that people just aren't recognising everywhere you go then. And you can't do that show anymore. Well, the, the, the problem was we only did three seasons. Yeah. And uh, so by the, the we, we could only do it. So the first season uh, was great. We filmed it in about six weeks, I'd say. Because, I mean, PJ and Maeve were completely unknown. Mm. And uh, and then the second series took, I don't know how long it took, six months or something like that. And then a year for the last, it took forever. So you just would never have made another one. And is that because you'd go and set up 
yeah. sketch and they go, that's your man, sure. Everyone recognises. Mm. Myself and PJ went to a makeup artist in the Abbey and she did moustaches and wigs and all of that. And we walked out of the Abbey and someone says, there's Owen McLove and Jake Stevens there. Uh, on the, I know yeah. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, they did. Yeah, it's mad. And me wearing all this like hair, hair makeup, uh, you know, a wig <laughs> and a moustache and everything. Because it, 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 it was class stuff and mm. like... PJ was brilliant on it, like, and it was so silly, like, which was class. But when you were on it, I don't know if this is a compliment or not now, but... Careful now. It's going well so far. Yeah, it was, yeah. You played an Aegis probably too well. Like, there would be be people talking to you on that show, right? And you would just blank everything they're saying to you and say, so you will do that, will you? And they would be... I remember you talked to PJ's mom at the door one time, (laughs) trying to get book a room as a Dutch guy. Yeah. And she was saying, I don't have any room. And you were saying, yeah, so I'll stay here tonight then. And yeah. her blood was, I don't have a room. <laughs> like, you just played that, no, no, I don't understand anything you're saying. And there was another one as well, you went in to do a coat of arms. You, you went in to try and get a kidney off a guy as an American tourist. And he could not get his point across to you that I can't give you my kidney. But you were just playing that Egypt so well. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, so you'll give me your kidney then. Okay, lovely, lovely. It was hard not to laugh sometimes. You were just thinking, how am I getting away with this? <laughs> you know, know? There were times it was unbelievable. But we had a director there and he just kept kicking me. I'd say, I can't go any further. There was one guy, I was trying to, I was in a bike shop and I was playing the Dutch tourist, I think, trying to get a bike for free. You know, in Holland, mm-hmm. they just take bikes. And I yeah. said, I'm just going to take this yeah. and bring it back later. And he got really aggressive. Yeah. And I went away and the director said, get back, get back, get back. <sighs> And I had to go back and face him. And he, like, he had the wrench up and everything. I, I don't know how you do it. No. It, it looks mortifying. It, like it, it was really hard. And at the end, occasionally people threatened us. You know, they would, they got a bit Would hairy, you tell them at the end? Oh, you had to. You had to, yeah. yeah. Well, you had to get the permission. So there'd always be someone there to say, I'm sorry, this is the, the, the rule of it. Right. The more angry a person got in the scene, the more likely they were to laugh it off. At really? the end, the more likely, and the more controlled the person was, the more likely it were to flip at the end. Yeah. So the more controlled the person was, it was always like, you're not going to show that. I'm going to talk to my lawyer. I want you to destroy oh, the tape. The more mad the person got, and did you the get more that like, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, grand, not a bother. Did you get people saying, don't yeah, put that Yeah, they out. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And absolutely. some good bits probably. Is good there, few. Like good gold ones. somewhere, is there? And sometimes <laughs> there were people who were signing on and they shouldn't have been in the job they were oh, in. Yeah, or okay. else there were somewhere their wife didn't know the where or something like that, you mm. know. So there were certain really good ones we didn't get to show. But uh, it was a good show to work on at the time. Like we had a lot of freedom and, yeah. you know, we had no RTE interference. That was the great thing. Thing, you yeah, because when they interfere, you're That's flipped. The way. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And why would you say that Archie aren't here now? You can talk all you want about them. Oh, no, I mean, you know, some shows they're very on top of, but like yeah. that one was that just got under the radar. We got that commission at the right time in the 2000s. There was a bit of money floating around, and we just got that. Comm- I think the commissioning editor's son saw the pilot, and he was 15, and yeah. he says, Oh, that's funny. And they Go gave away. us all this money, and they never came near us. Go ahead, I just presented it, they had no expectations of it. And pretty much the same with the Savage Eye. They just let us do whatever, you know, and there was no uh, no interference. And it's it's funny because they're the shows that are still remembered from RG, the ones that yeah, were... Yeah, they're up on the player now. They play, you know, so they're they, being yeah? streamed a lot, yeah. Mm. I was in getting a bus into town last night for a gig and someone was streaming the Savage Eye behind me. They probably didn't know I was there, but they were playing uh, the Savage Eye. That's yeah. mad. So it's still yeah. got life. Would yeah. you be tempted at any point in those circumstances to turn around and... And kind of slip into character. Not at all. Jeez, that'd be desperate now. Well, that yeah. would be the worst. Yeah. That's, That's me. me. Yeah. Actually, I didn't find it very funny. I yeah. didn't think it was that. Yeah, it just happened to be on. What do you yeah. want me to sign? Answer it all. I'd sign yeah. whatever you have. There wouldn't be any nerves now doing no, a show not like this. No, no, no. I've been doing it too long now to get too nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Is Rantney's one a plug? 
Well, my oh. film uh, coming up, Pedo Pan, uh, with, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to get R. Kelly to do the theme music. <laughs> I believe I can fly. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Well, look, if, if, if you see any shows by the boys, they're fair crack, so I'll let you go and support it. Uh, that is Patrick McDonnell and Joe Rooney. We all say at the end of every show, fair play to me. Give a shout out to Connie for giving us the office here at the yeah. Anderson's Ballantyne. Fair play Grill. to Connie Ballantyne. Yeah. Fine woman. Fine woman. Yeah, so we'll go with the fair play to you, and shall we call yeah. it a day at that? We will. We'll leave it there. Fair play to me. Fair play to me. Fair play to me. Fair play to me. We'll Good see luck. you again.